0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Joining us right now to talk about week four in the NFL's John
2: Beeson of CBS Sports, former NFL linebacker. I'm not so sure we should do this, man. I mean, cause John, I was liking him till I found out who he works with on Sundays, man.
1: Oh, who's he working with on Sunday? Prisco. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, well, am You know, you gotta oh, have man. opposites attract. So well, maybe. Well,
0: yeah, that's it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, I like him again. What's up, yeah. John? Good morning. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey, listen, don't don't hold it against me. It's not by choice.
2: <laughs> I hear you, man. Sometimes you just have to bite the bullet, especially when they're paying you some coin,
0: right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, Pete, Pete, Pete's awesome, man. He uh, he's been in the game a long time, and. Um, it's funny because we can we can share some stories amongst ourselves that we, we we probably can't talk about publicly. But you know he he's been around a long time and you can really pick up a lot from him. So he's well, very knowledgeable. You talking about his
1: foot fetish? <laughs>
0: his, foot fetish <laughs> his, height, his, his, his height deficiency, <laughs> his lack of fashion and hair. You know we talk about all that stuff. Uh,
1: let's talk about one of your former teams yesterday and the big win that they got up in New England. Uh, it's a perfect question for you because you were a Carolina Panther for a long time. And I have a question about the defense. What in the hell's going on with that Patriots defense? Why was it so easy for Cam to do what he did up in Foxborough?
0: Well, you know, I would say you look at the, you got to go back. I would say a little further than, than this, just this year. I mean, a lot of people want to talk about the injuries, but for me, I think it's deeper than that. Um, you know, prior to the last two Super Bowls, they won and, you know, rare fashion. Obviously, they could have lost both of those as well. Yeah, I think they were kind of hanging their hats on the fact that, you know, let Brady handle the offense, and I'm going to find a guy because I'm Bill Belichick that I can coach up who's smart, consistent, and that's why we're going to win. They kept losing Super Bowls. So what do you do? You go out and you get rare talent. You know, you, you bring in Revis, you bring in Brandon Broner, um, guys with, with a unique skill set above the X's and O's that kind of pushed them over the top. So now that, that formula they're kind of keeping, they've, they've had exceptional talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball, and at the cornerback position they paid for. And, you know, the, over the last few years, they've let these guys walk out, and these two Super Bowls have been really close. There's really been a lack of, you know, whether it's play calling from from, from the Falcons or you can even say play calling from the Seahawks. On the one-yard line with Marshawn Lynch on your team, and you throw the football. So, um, I think that's the, the biggest thing. You, you let you know Chandler Jones walk out, Jamie Collins, uh, Logan Ryan. i mean guys who have unique skill set where sometimes it's just not about being in position. It's about having the athletic ability to make those plays. And I think more so than in the secondary, I think that's failing in the front seven with. Injuries, Rob Nikovich retiring—it's it's a, a lot of different things that um, the Patriots we all thought were looked unbelievable on paper, and, and now you look at it, they don't look so great.
2: Yeah, John, I brought up that point earlier. You know, it's one thing if you're lacking the ability to make the plays, but the mental aspect of the game—that's what separates the pro game from the college game. Not saying you can be a, a dummy and still excel at the collegiate level, but the communication. Uh, that impact that that has on the team. We got a banjo inside out, you know, a couple of receivers. You have right. to communicate, and I, I'm seeing uh, issues with that. Speak uh, to that that phenomenon at, at the professional level.
0: Well, I, I would say, especially as a as a Mike linebacker, um, when it comes to just orchestrating the defense, getting guys lined up based on a formation, and then also making the checks. Yeah, you know, when when if, when Brady checks, what 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 am I doing? What do I see when a guy motions? What's the personnel group? And then you might know it as a young guy. You might feel real confident. You're out there. You're 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 starting for the New England Patriots, but you're young, but you're not assertive in that moment. And you talk about a banjo, meaning you know you have two two uh, receivers lined up close to each other, and we're in man coverage, and we used to call it performance alignment, meaning if they're if they're close to each other regardless of if it's a receiver, I need to put myself in the best possible position to have a successful down. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get picked. I need to be on a different level. I need to talk to my, my nickel back. I need to talk to maybe I'm working with another linebacker or even a safety or even a, a linebacker, I mean, uh, even a defensive end. So I think those things, they come with time. And I know Coach Belichick is asking him uh, to do that. But sometimes in, in the heat of the moment, you might not get it out or uh, maybe you just, you're just you hesitant because you don't want to mess up and you know it in the back of your mind, or maybe you don't trust the guy next to you. And I think, um, you know, chemistry is, is something that, that comes with time, and that's why the Patriots have been so good for a long time because they're usually a very veteran team.
1: G. Owen Jones with John Beeson on CBS Sports Radio. He's now with CBS Sports, former NFL linebacker. Uh, I think that I've always wanted to see Deshaun Watson succeed. But early before the this the draft I thought that he should have been uh, ranked higher when he gets drafted. I wanted him to start, and he comes out and did what he did the last couple of weeks I'm ready to anoint him as the next big thing because I don't like to wait for these things and patience <laughs> is stupid um, It's all about you Jim. right really so so I'm ready to to say that he's great uh What have you seen from him and, and where do you think his career is going to go?
0: well you know to, to your point um you know as a as a player, especially when you get older in your career um you realize that teams need to start investing in leadership. Um, that's that's so important. You can't it can't always be about uh, the bottom line. You know, can we get younger at this position? Because like I said with New England, in the end, it's gonna come back and bite you in the butt. And listen, you're sitting here doing the draft process, and you're hearing about all these other guys. And all the Sean did was win and getting the opportunity to avenge his loss to you know, arguably one of the, you know, it's, it's pretty much a factory now. You look at Alabama, Alabama, you're like, man, how's anybody going to beat them? Um, what you do in the moment, a lot like Cam Newton when he was coming out, how I felt about him, um, on the big stage, those are things you, you can't quantify that. The things going between, you know, between the years, how a guy thinks and, and what he does in the moment I think it, is huge. And, and that's that's who he's been. I think all the all the critics, I'm um, saying he can't throw the football from the pocket. And this that he's not that accurate. He won't be that good. Um, he's a he's a special special talent when he uses his legs to buy time in the pocket. And then uh, different from a from a Cam Newton when he breaks into the secondary, he becomes a wide receiver. He has real real speed and he's very elusive. He can hurt you that way. Um, but the thing that's been most impressive about him is you know what he's been able to do pre-snap. I thought that he would go to New England and get confused by different looks and dropping defensive tackles and defensive ends in fire zones. And he just stood in there and made the read and delivered the ball on time. With anticipation, he looks so far advanced, it's uh, it's, it's scary. And like you, I want to go ahead and announce him as the next big thing.
2: John Beeson, ten-year NFL vet, current CBS Sports NFL analyst, joining us here on CBS Sports Radio. Gio and Jones. Along those lines, though, they're gonna. This is still a young season, and you right. know, the defensive coordinators are sifting through the film and gonna find, try to take things away from him, and they're gonna want their defenders to disguise what it is they're doing, whether it's a coverage, whether it's a zone blitz, what have you. What else needs to happen in his game for him to become and and live up to all the expectations we're now placing upon the young man?
0: Well, uh, you know that that's that's a simple answer. It's <laughs> it's just reps. You know how how many times can you see it to the point where you can anticipate it and then you know how to react to it under, under pressure. I think that's that's the biggest thing. Um, if you start feeling really good about yourself, if your coach O'Brien. Um, about how you're calling plays. I mean, you need to continue to put more on him at practice, um, expand the playbook so that if you have to make a, a mid-game mid adjustment, um, he's ready for it. It's not completely new to him. Um, I remember playing for Coach Fox. Uh, we get in the game, we have a game plan, um, and all of a sudden it's not working. They're doing something unique, and we need to stop it. We're going to get the grease board. We're going to draw it up. We're going to call it this. Brand-new coverage, brand-new blitz. And he's expecting eleven guys to to be able to go out and get it done. And sometimes you get it done and sometimes you don't because everyone's not ready for it. But at the quarterback position, um, that's the difference. Um, you know, you compare these 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 young guys, um, let's say a Cam Newton, Andrew Luck, um, um uh Russell Wilson, any of these these young quarterbacks, then you to the greats of uh, you know, an Aaron Rodgers, a Brady Brees, you know, guys who almost have you know eight to ten years of experience over them. you want to say oh they're not elite, but they're coming they're coming of age and it just takes time at that position but you you rarely see a guy this good that early
1: how about your other former team the new york giants sitting at 0-4 in the last couple of games pretty heart-wrenching defeats if you're a giants player or fan on last second field goals uh at 0-4 you expect not to make the postseason but you know, what are the goals as a player at this point when you head into a week of practice? You're going to face another 0-4 team in the, in the L.A. Chargers. But what are you thinking if you're sitting at 0-4 starting this week? Well,
0: I'll always say this. Um, you know, when things are going well, you're 4-0, and you're feeling good about yourself, you're undefeated, and you're walking around town, everyone's telling you how great you are. It's so easy to get up out of bed. It's so easy to go to, go to work and go to practice and get ready for the next game. But that's not really what defines you. It's not really how you find out about yourself. And, you know, having gone through a 2-14 and 14 season in, in Carolina, I, I know how this feels. Um, being traded to a 0-5 you know, Giants team, um, walking into to that building where everyone expects to win championships every, every year, um, you find out who you really are. And I think guys just have to do more in a sense of, okay, realize that this is an opportunity to do something special, even though it seems far-fetched. But you really have to make that decision and say this is this is what I want, and it has to be a collective effort. And it can't just be uh, lip service. Sometimes the best way to lead is, you know, you might stay late in the, in the weight room. You might run extra after practice. You might ask the guys to stay late for a back seven meeting so we can go over some problem routes or problem run plays or, or just communicate so we can get on the same page. you got to just do more than what you're doing because what you are doing, is, it's not working. And I think the uh, expectation of being through the roof for the Giants is, is something that, that, one, is weight on the defense because you know, you're giving up you know, 27, uh, 27 points, 25 points, and the manner in which they blocked these games late has been on the defense where we thought we can lean on that. And the problems have been with the offensive line, the lack of a running game. You know, why can't they score over 20 points um, a game? And I think the defense is starting to let the offense affect them. And offensively, um, you know, the deficiencies in the offensive line, you just, you just can't overcome that. You've you got to be able to compete at that position with guys, um, you know, like a Gerald McCoy who, who had a big day yesterday. Guys who can really, really get off. I, I thought that they would win that game. You, the Bucks were missing their two starting linebackers, who I think the world of, and, and uh, Levante David and uh, Quan Alexander. Mm-hmm. It's the middle of the field. Shoot, better run the ball, run through runs. have some different runs that that force these young linebackers who've never played before to fit them up and and gash them. And um, you just you just not see that, and it's it's depressing. But at the same time. Um, Based on the guys that are in their locker room, they really, really need to do some soul-searching, and somebody's got to step up and, and grab everybody and say, I'm going to do more, and I'm going to ask my teammates to do more as well.
2: John, I have a small sample size with John Fox, and you just referenced him and, and playing for him there in Carolina. What do you think he's telling his one in three Chicago Bears teams now?
0: Well, I, and he wants to play great defense always. He wants to, to keep it simple, and I think, they, I think they've done that. I think they've competed. Um, not, you know, extraordinary well on the defensive side. They hit, they're they're young enough, and they're doing some things, and they're making some plays to kind of keep this offense in, in it. And I think, um, you know, Mike Glennon is is somewhat hamstring because they don't really have any um, skill set on the outside. Anybody can kind of hang your hat on on, on a third third down play. Um, but they do have the dynamic duo in the backfield with uh, Howard and Cohen, and I think if, if if you bring in Trubisky, it could be twofold, right? You say, okay, well, he's going to get the experience. You look at what's happening with Deshaun Watson, some of these other young young uh, quarterbacks, Jared Goff. They're just they're throwing them out there and just let them learn. Um, and there's something to be said about sitting like Aaron Rodgers did, but but I think he he he's more mobile than Glennon. And if you have a dynamic run game, maybe you can get him out on the edges, give him simple reads on bootleg plays where he's only looking at one side of the field. He has to run pass option. Um, that's what I would be looking for. I mean, you drafted number two overall, and if I had to bet, I would say Foxy didn't make that pick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because that's just that's just not him. But they 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 decided to move up and get the kid, and um, now he he owns them. So, um, you know, it, it's your decision because he's the head coach. Even though he may have not drafted him, now he decides if he plays or not. And um, you know, Glennon came into to last week completing sixty seven percent of his passes. I mean, if that's uh, if he can maintain that for. 16 16 games that's that's mvp level the difference is, is they're just not down the field you're throwing to your running back and your and your your tight end and, and uh and zach miller so i think um you know foxing definitely wants to you know, run the football they're doing that well but they just have to have a you know a counter off of that because everyone's just loading the box up and uh, they find a way to shoot themselves in their foot with, with uh, too many turnovers
1: are you still as ripped as you used to be
0: listen i uh I have a gym in my house. I get it in every day, mm. and uh, the goal is to still look like I can play. So I get it all the time. Hey man, you still? How can you not playing anymore? <laughs> I say, man, that this is all on the surface. I said, if you could look at my cartilage and you know torn PCL and arthritis in my shoulders, um, you you'd know why. But I uh, I don't run anymore, but I ride the bike religiously, so I, I stay in good shape.
2: Still getting it in, Gio. Yeah. Pretty good. Unlike us, unlike me, <laughs> yeah, but uh... it's easy. we
0: you no know, Pete Pete calls it uh he dubbed it fat ball season, and now i uh I embraced it last year I said okay i'm I'm on this side I but I'm gonna retire, we're gonna come in here on Sunday, we're gonna watch football all day, we're gonna eat good and talk about ball and not work out, and uh end of the season, everyone's up ten fifteen, and I'm I was right there with him, and yeah, the day it ended, I was like, okay enough of that. I'm not doing it this year though. Yeah, (laughs) We had pizza stacked up. I mean, the whole room. Yeah. I said, nope, nope, nope. I was on Uber Eats. (laughs) 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 So you
2: lifting weights or have you, uh, changed your, your, your workout since you're not playing anymore?
0: Yeah. You know, I had to modify my workout a a lot my last four or five years, just because some of the injuries you just, you can't do things like squat anymore. But, um, you know, I still, I still hit the weight, but extremely light. I'm, uh, I'm doing a lot of body weight stuff. Okay. A lot of calisthenics.
1: Yeah, me too. And that's
0: different. <laughs> it's not that I can't do it now, but mm-hmm. I want to be able to do it, you know, when I'm 40 and 50. So yeah. uh, taking care of the joints now is important.
2: You don't need all those muscles, man. Give it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, nah, man, get, gotta, Let hey, someone else have some. huh? Yeah.
0: Hey, listen, man. Look, at the end of the day, you got to look good, and you want to look good naked. That's the most important Whoa, thing. that's true. Scale. That's yeah. true. Don't worry about the scale. Just, just look, yep. look in the mirror. If you look good, naked in the mirror you're doing all
1: right <laughs> all right john we appreciate <laughs> it man and uh yeah it's, it's very impressive one day i hope to look like john beeson i really i really do fingers <laughs> crossed thanks john we appreciate it
0: all right <laughs> folks, have a good one listen to every
1: mlb game live the deep
2: left center field it is high
1: it is far it is god stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home all-